We're continuing the Shir in Hishtapcha Sanefesh, the introduction. This is actually the 11th Shir in this series. V'chein achrakach kishenizgadel, and so too afterwards, when Rabbi Nachman got older, loyozav darkoi hakodosh hazeh, he never stopped this holy path that he went on. Like we discussed earlier, even when he was living in the city of Zlatopolia, after he returned from his journey to Israel at the time, he went for his spoidedus outside the city, like in the fields with another person. And Rabbi Nachman cried a lot to Hashem, to the point where this went on for a, almost a complete summer day. This is in Russia at the time, from right after davening nates in the morning till it started getting dark, which could have been like uh, 10, 12 hours. This Shomati may ovi and the author writes, I also heard from my father, that one time Rabbi Nachman was sitting in his room and he was crying so much to Hashem the tears came down from his eyes dripping onto the ground this was a, a, an earth floor to the point where the ground became, the earth became so wet from his tears, to the point where the heel of his shoe stuck to the earth, because he had wet the earth so much with his tears. That's how much crying he did. And I also heard once from my father that once, on Sukkos, when Rabbi Nachman was going around the bima with his Dalad Minim and saying the Hoshanas, Hoshana, Hashem, help us, help us, his students saw afterwards on the floor in the path that Rabbi Nachman had gone around that the ground was wet from the tears that he had poured forth at the time that he was going around the bima saying the Hoshanas. This is obviously an extraordinary level of a person crying to Hashem that much. We know that the Torah gives examples, the Zohar Kodesh says, and the Gemara says, that from the time of the Churban Beis Hamikdash, the gates of Tefillah are closed. This is the wording in the Gemara. And yet the Gemara says, but the gates of tears are never closed. And we find many stories in the Chumash, in the Nach, in the Gemara, of Jews who cried to Hashem, and when they did that, that was able to blast through doors and to, to reverse decrees in heaven in an incredible, incredible way. Today, this is like an unknown art in a sense. There are very few people that are aware of this, that realize this. But Baruch Hashem, there are some old J- Jewish women from the older generation 
And some of them have passed down this secret to their daughters and some of them even to their sons who have this gift, this privilege of a, a soft heart where they're able, when they're beseeching Hashem, when they're pleading with Hashem for something, they're able, the, the heart opens up and the tears start flowing and it's, it's, it's awesome. The Kosu Besefer Sichoi Saran, it's written in the book, Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, Sichoi Saran, <coughs> in paragraph 172, Asher Pam Achas Nosan One time, Rabbi Nachman gave his old talis as a gift to one of his closest students, the Omarloy, and he said to this student, Make sure to, to respect, to appreciate this talus a lot. Because as many threads as there are in this talus, as many hairs as there are in this talus, that's how many tears I poured out to Hashem until I was able to understand the spiritual level of talis, what a talis is really all about. We know that in, in the Zohar Kodesh, in the writings of the Arizal, there's incredible, incredible depth that's explained behind the mitzvahs, why a talis is made from wool specifically, and the, the, the number of strings and the number of knots. There are incredible deep secrets behind this, and exactly how this relates to our prayers and to our kesher with Hashem. The Omar and Rabbi Nachman said, Asher b'chol eis shehu Torah, that every single time that he reveals new insights in Torah, hu boiche koidam, he cries first, before before delivering his shear. Vegila alze soid niflo besifra kodesh likutimran chelikal of simon reish samach beis, and Rabbi Nachman revealed an awesome secret about this in his book Likutimran, Part One, Chapter Two Sixty Two. Vechein kosav sham, and he writes there, ki mimayonois hatoyro shemechadshim noive mehem nohorois that from the wellsprings of Torah that a Jew is to bring forth, when a Jew is to reveal new ideas, new concepts, new interpretations in Torah, it, it generates rivers. This generates rivers. And there are good forces and negative forces that come to drink from these rivers. <coughs> Just like we know the Pesach says, Tzadikim Yelchubom, Upoishem Yikoshlubom, that from the same Torah, Tzadikim will walk in a path of life, it'll improve them, and Chas Vashom Rishoim, they'll misuse the Torah, they'll misinterpret, misdirect the Torah to do all kinds of bad things with it. So here Rabbi Nachman said that from these rivers that are generated from the wellsprings of Torah, from these rivers, sometimes there are these forces of evil, of Tuma, that come to drink from them. Therefore, it's important for a Talmud Chacham who is revealing new insights in Torah to cry first before revealing this Torah. 
Vaoz nasemehabhi Naharois, and then from his tears are formed rivers, Bibhinas, as the Pasik says in Eov, Mibhi Naharos Chibesh, he formed rivers from the tears. Ayin Shambarashi, look over there in Rashi, in this Pasik in Eov, chapter twenty eight, Pasik Yuralev, Pasik eleven. And then these forces of Tuma end up drinking from these rivers that are made from the tears. And that, that, that redirects them in a sense so that they're not able to draw from the wellsprings or from the rivers that are formed from the new revelations in Torah. This is obviously all spiritual terms. V'alkein nikra chibur ha-halochois v'hachidushim b'shem maseches. And this is why we call a compilation of halacha or Torah is called a maseches. The Torah Shabal Peh is divided up into masechtot. Maseches brachos, maseches Shabbos, based on the Pasuk, based again on the Pasuk in, Teh- in Tehillim, chapter 137, no, sorry, based on ch- 100 and, p- chapter 102, where the Pasuk says, Vishikuvai bivchi masochti, that I, I mix my drink with tears. Kitzorich limsoich es mashke hachidushim Bebechi, a Talmud Chacham, a, a Tzaddik that's on a level of revealing new insights in Torah, has to mix the drink of his Torah, the waters of his Torah, with these tears. And this is also what the Pesach says, Al Naharos Bovel, Shomi Yoshavnu Gam Bochinu. It speaks about the rivers of Babylon, Bovel, Bechinas Hanahorois Shenasim, this also represents the rivers that are formed from the new revelations in Torah that are based on Talmud Bavli, Bovel, Shom Yoshavnu, there we sat, This refers to the holy schools, the yeshivas, where they study Torah Shabal Peh, they study the Talmud Bavli and the Rishonim and the Achronim and all the Chidushim, all the interpretations and the new revelations that are constantly being brought forth in the Torah Shabal Peh. And it says there, Gam Bochinu, and we also cried, Kitzorich Livkois Mikoidim, because Rabbi Nachman revealed that when a person is revealing new insights in Torah, part of making sure that those insights in Torah have the proper impact and they don't, and the, the wrong sources don't draw from them, etc., it's critical for the one revealing the Torah to cry to Hashem first. Ayin Sham, look over there in chapter 262 in Likut Imran, where Rabbi Nachman expounds on this. Now note again, this is something we find we, the, the Torah tells us about Moshe Rabbeinu crying. It's not, this isn't a question of crybabies. We're told that some of the greatest people in our history, in our lineage, in our heritage, were zeichet to cry to Hashem in a very serious way.
And, and in terms of the effectiveness of tears, the Gemara and the Zorah could tell us that because of the fact that Esav, when Esav came to the realization that Yaakov Avinu had taken the blessings that he thought were really coming to him, and the Torah says there that he lifted up his voice and he cried, Esav cried, for his tears, the Jewish people are paying for thousands of years of exile. There was even the tears of a Russia the Torah teaches us have incredible, incredible impact. How much more so lahavdil when a Jew cries for the right reason, when a Jew cries to Hashem <clears throat> in, in a process of holiness, it's, it's one of the highest spiritual experiences that a person can possibly have. And Rabbi Nachman also was known to, to always be... be going around with a broken heart. Now, we've, we've mentioned this in the past. Broken heart does not mean depression. They're two totally different things. Depression, se, depression which is called atzvus or morashchera, refers to a feeling of hopelessness, anger, dejectedness, you know, without, without any hope. Whereas broken heart is a person who feels very small, they feel distant from Hashem, <clears throat> or they feel the in terrible need, but with an optimism, with a hopefulness. And Rabbi Nachman was not seen smiling often, smiling, laughing. Vishamanu, and he writes, we heard, because of the fact that he was a descendant of the Baal Shem Tov, and his family, David, and the Baal Shem Tov's family were descendants of King David, that's why the people from that family usually are known to go around with a broken-heartedness. <clears throat> because Dovod HaMelech was the one who founded the Book of Psalms, the Sefer Tehillim, where the majority of the Sefer Tehillim is, is words coming from a, a state of a broken-heartedness, pleading and begging Hashem for help to protect him and to save him and to, to help him in all kinds of dire circumstances. Because a, a lot of Dovod HaMelech's prayers throughout the Hillim are all pleadings and crying out to Hashem with a deep, broken heart. And it's for this reason that the descendants of Dovod HaMelech, the people that come from his family, are also known that it, it's very natural for them to have this lev nishbor, this brokenheartedness. Avalonu, whereas to us, his here Moed, Rabbi Nachman, warned us in the strongest of terms, lihiyos besimcha tomid, to always be joyous and happy, full of laughter, fun, smiling, Omar and he said, Ki anoshim people like you, can easily slide 
from a state of lev nishbor into atzvus, from a state of brokenheartedness, which is a very holy state, it's a high level, there's a Pasuk in Tehillim where it says, Lev nishbor venidke elokim lo sivze. Hashem will never reject a broken heart. A person who comes before Hashem with a broken heart, with humility, with, with, with that kind of a, a feeling of lowness, small and tiny before Hashem, that's something that Hashem respects very much. However, Rabbi Nachman said that for ordinary people, unfortunately, it's very easy to slide from Lev Nishbor into Atzvus, into depression, hopelessness. Al came, therefore, Tzrichen Leyached Eze Shor Bayoim, Shieloi Lev Nishbor. A Jew is supposed to allocate a fixed time in the day when he allows himself to be in this state of brokenheartedness and during that time to pour out his heart to Hashem, to tell Hashem all of his problems and all of his needs and everything, whereas during the rest of the day, a, a, he wanted all of his students and all of those who would follow his advice to only be happy the rest of the day. And by being happy throughout the day, that makes it much easier to allocate that hour or that half hour of the day when a person goes into the state of Lev Nishbor pouring out, to, pouring out their heart to Hashem. Fortunate is the person who will be zeich to follow this path that we've described here, then the person will surely be zeichet to a happy ending. With this, we conclude this section of the introduction, this section called Hanhogos Atmorzal, where it gave us a little bit of a brief overview of how Rabbi Nachman himself followed this path. <clears throat> now there's one more piece of introduction, this psicha, actually two pieces. This psicha, a brief piece of about two, three pages, where it addresses one of the, one of the issues that there are some people who say that, I, of course, Hispodidus is a very special thing, it's a very holy thing, but it's only for big, great tzaddikim, people who are on a very high madrega, they can do this. They can talk to Hashem on a personal level, in their own words. It's not for ordinary people. For regular Jews, Stick to Tehillim and the standard prayers. In this next piece, he's going to address that issue very, very solidly based on a Gemara and Avodah that, that shows very, very strongly how it's even more important. Not only is it important for great Talmidei Chachamim and great rabbis and Sadikim to have Hispoididus, but even more so, people who are on a lower level, they need even more to have this personal relationship with Hashem and to be able to plead with Hashem from the depths of your heart in your own words when you have something important that you need. We'll take this up next time.